This is episode 100 with me, Brett Robbo. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on Your Impactful Journey. You beauty, 100 episodes of Your Life of Impact. How good is that? I'm proud and stoked and forever grateful to make it to this milestone of triple figures. (laughs) It truly feels awesome. In this episode, I'm keen to do a little bit of a recap and speak a little bit about the journey, but I wanted to ensure that you guys get an abundance of value from this episode. I don't want to just bore you with my memories and some highlights. After all, that's what this podcast is all about, you guys getting value from it. Some of that value in this episode is in the form of giveaways too. So stay tuned to hear about how you can win some awesome prizes as our celebration of the 100th episode. And whilst it's a milestone... It certainly doesn't mean it's slowing down. This is just partway through the journey and I'm expecting to continue to produce hundreds more episodes. And that's, well, that's what I'm thinking anyway. But I do think a lot and I talk a lot about thinking and thought dynamics. It's a big part of my coaching. Teaching you about your self-talk. Is it helping you or hindering you? There's a saying about thoughts that I've known (laughs) since I was 11 years old. How do I remember it was that age? Because I clearly remember a mate saying it for the first time when I was at boarding school at that age. I said to him, I can't handle this. I think I'm going to leave. I think I'm going to go home. I've been thinking that I might as well give up. I can't handle it. He said, is that what you thought? I said, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And he said, you know what thought thought? He thought he'd do a fart and he shit himself. (laughs) I used to often say that saying and I'd never thought about what it really meant. It ended up just becoming a joke that I could use in the right environments with friends and family. And I said it to my gorgeous fiance Marie a while ago and then I thought about it later and I thought, hang on. Is that a joke or or is that saying, is there more depth to it? I thought about it. I thought, well, it's obviously referring to don't always trust your thoughts. (laughs) I can't guarantee that's what it's referring to. But now with my understanding of thought dynamics and human behavior, that's what it could mean. And I made the point of putting that in this episode today So I came in and said to Marie, hey babe, you know that saying that says, you know what thought thought, he thought he'd do a fart and he shit himself. I said, 
where do you reckon that came from? And she went into her cute little thinking face and she said, I reckon someone was bored at home and they were thinking about their poo. Maybe it was Carl. (laughs) And when she said Carl, she was referring to functional medicine practitioner Carl Hewen, who you all know from this podcast, because part of what he teaches about understanding your gut health is understanding your poo, (laughs) because you can learn a lot about your health based on your poo or your stools. And I cracked up because whilst I read into it and believed there was a deeper meaning related to human behavior, Marie simplified it instantly. And that was perfect because that aligns with what we know about the power of and the danger of thoughts. Since teaching and coaching in the space of emotional intelligence and human behavior, that saying has meant so much more to me and allowed me to understand people's confusion and frustration about the stories that we create for ourselves. If we can't trust our own thoughts, what are we supposed to do? We have so many of them, we can't stop our thoughts. How the hell are we supposed to operate? As a coach, the number one breakthrough I get with people when it comes to understanding themselves better is to create awareness and acceptance of those thoughts. And this is something you hear spoken a lot about on this podcast. Awareness of what are helpful and what are unhelpful thoughts. Awareness of the fact that you are actually having thoughts. So often we go through the day and we have up to 70,000 thoughts every day. And as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, 90% of those thoughts are the same as the day before. So if you're not aware of the thoughts that you're having and they're unhelpful or even damaging thoughts, that's a path to destruction. If I'm just looking over and having a little bit of a laugh because Marie's actually sitting here listening to me record this live. She asked me if she could do that tonight for the first time ever and she said she's kicked back with a with a chocolate and an iced tea that she's made and said, I feel like I'm going to be watching a TED talk. <laughs> so I was looking over when I mentioned that little bit before and I could see, I could see, babe, you were trying to hold that laugh in. By the way, for everyone listening, this is my attempt to get Marie onto the podcast as a guest because we've had some people say that they would love that to happen. So it's not going to happen in this episode. I've tried that, but This is the closest you've been, babe, so next time you're just jumping on and joining me. (laughs) She's shaking her head in shame right now. If there's one resonating message throughout this podcast that we can all learn from that can shift our lives, shift how we feel, how we move forward and how we operate, that's the power of mindset shifts. There's obviously so many things that we learn from the guests and their messages on this podcast. But when you accept what's in front of you and what you've chosen to think and feel and you're aware if it's not serving you and allowing you to be the best version of yourself, you then have the choice to shift your mindset and begin to think about things differently. One of my goals with you listeners of this podcast and any client I work with, whether they're an elite athlete, a successful entrepreneur, a community leader, 
or a human wanting to make positive change in their lives, one of my main goals is to make you think differently. When you understand that your thoughts are linked to how you feel and how you think and feel is linked to what is unfolding in your reality, you're going to want to think differently about a lot of things. So now when I think about what thought thought in that he thought he'd do a fart but he shit himself, (laughs) I'm not thinking that you shouldn't think those thoughts. They're normal. Of course, sometimes you'll think you'll fart. But instead of just having a thought pass through your mind and that thought catching you out, if your skill of awareness is sharpened, and when I talk about this, I'm referring to metacognition, when you are aware of your awareness, when you are thinking about your thoughts and understand yourself and your mind at a deeper level. When your awareness is sharp, you can begin to understand whether your thoughts are truth or not. If you're often angry or reactive, you're likely having many thoughts in your mind and then something will happen that triggers you into anger because it doesn't align with the external reality that you expect. As Tony Robbins says, we need to turn our expectations into appreciation. But until you can tidy up the inside, create space between your thoughts, improve your emotional hygiene, as Nam Baldwin spoke to us about on a previous episode with your emotional hygiene, until you can tidy all that up, you're missing a big part of the equation that will help you move forward. One of the strongest limiting beliefs that humans have is the belief that they're not good enough for something, for something greater than themselves, for something outside their comfort zone. Damn, this has been true for me in different parts all through my life, still to this day, guaranteed. There's still a lot of different tools I use, but there's one mindset shift that I always come back to. Actually, the reason I can come back to this, by the way, is because I've really trained my awareness. For example, I'll often start a conversation with my gorgeous fiance Marie with, I might start it like this, babe, don't say anything, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm just going to unpack my thoughts. And you know, my mind is freaking weird and crazy and super fast. So don't try and make too much sense of this. Let's just see what happens. (laughs) I'm looking over and she's having a laugh as if to say, yep, I know what you're talking about there. And often we will have a laugh. But sometimes I could be quite anxious or a bit stressed or a bit upset. So the way I unpack those thoughts, well, it could be, pretty alarming if we bought into and believed those thoughts because they're just thoughts but the mindset shift is me changing my language too you are not your thoughts I am not my thoughts I have thoughts and some of these thoughts are helpful but many are not instead of getting caught up in that monkey mind of mine 
what's going on in my life right now, right this very instant. Just be there, Brett. And just this morning, actually, I caught myself overthinking and getting a bit anxious. I found myself staring at the coffee table in that moment and using this tool and saying to myself, that's a yellow internet cable. That's a white computer charger. Look at that white computer charger. In, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. So after a couple of rounds of mindful coherence breathing and being in the moment and labeling what I could see, I was sweet again. You are not your thoughts. Think about when you have a dream. You can change your language with dreams and say, I had a dream. You never say, I was the dream or I am the dream. It's the same with the language and the patterning we use inside our heads in relationship to our thoughts and the stories that we create in our minds. And talking about thinking differently, after 100 episodes and an abundance of inspirational guests, I'm sure you guys, especially those who have listened from episode one all the way through, whether that was from July 2017 when I launched the podcast or whether you discovered it later down the track and have backtracked and started listening from the start, which some of you have reached out and said to me that you've done that. I wanted to share many different learnings of mine, but there's one powerful message I received from a listener quite a while back actually. It was in a personal email, which I love receiving by the way, and they were completely open and honest and told me about their life struggles and how it all nearly came to an end, literally to an end by her choice, ready to take her own life. And one small noise made her change her mind in that moment. She then spoke to her friend about it the following day and that friend suggested that she listen to this podcast. And so she did. This woman went on to detail that after listening to one episode, she was hooked and inspired and she devoured as many as she could. She listed all the things that she'd learned and all the action that she'd taken to make positive change in her life and how her mindset had now changed and she found purpose, realigned with her values and was abundant in life again. I can't take credit for this, but she reached out to say, Thank you. You and your podcast helped save my life. Boom. That is abundantly powerful. And to be honest, we've had a few similar emails like that. I feel so proud because I'm able to provide a platform where guests can share their stories and value to have this level of impact. You all know my deeper why behind starting this podcast. I've spoken about it plenty of times on the show and that's to enhance and optimize my grandparents' legacy. These aren't just words. This is a cemented purpose and a deep driver within me to continue this collateral beauty. Collateral beauty is how I see this podcast and I did a short episode on that. 
referring to so the collateral beauty is referring to the beautiful things that come from adversities and tragedies it's a will smith movie called collateral beauty that covers this really well so i've got my deeper why and i thrive off the feedback from you legendary listeners to know that it's well enough received to continue for you continue beyond this hundred and to think about the value from this podcast and the collateral beauty from one guest in particular i didn't want a single guest out but there's one kath cashel <laughs> has she not just been the backbone to many of my thought processes my references my mindset shifts even my presentations in my well-being workshops i do believe there's many avenues of value from Kath's story that are so relatable or inspirational in a realistic way but more than that the kindness piece to her survival is infectious it aligns with my giving is living philosophy and maybe that's why I've melted into and attached to her story so much kindness is part of our cracking the code of life short episodes because we know there's science behind the health benefits of kindness. When we're being kind, we aren't in a state of resentment or anger. When we're being kind, we're stimulating the release of our helpful hormones and minimizing our stress hormones and our unhelpful hormones. When we're choosing kindness and giving, we're choosing health. Hence why I'm aligning this knowledge and belief with this episode to say thank you, a massive thank you to you legendary listeners. I couldn't have done it without your support, your feedback, your interest, your action. Man, when I hear the action that you guys have taken from what you've heard and learned on this podcast, that inspires me. It inspires Marie and I. We draw inspiration and fuel to fulfill our potential when we have our community, you listeners, growing and developing. It pushes us. And to say that massive heart-filled thank you, as I said before, we're giving away some great prizes from our previous guests, so some of our previous guests or our aligned partners that we collaborate with for our well-being programs. Now, I'm about to tell you what they are, but in order for you to be able to have a chance to win these awesome prizes, you need to follow us on social media and you can read the post on there. So following us at Life for Excellence on Facebook or Instagram, that's at L-I-F-E-F-O-R-X-L-N-S and your chance to win. What are some of the prizes? Well, we have... Shannon Willoughby from episode 96 has kindly donated some of her products from Aroma. So she's giving away, giving to you, the listeners, one of her awesome diffusers and three essential oils. And as I record this to you right now, I'm looking at one that Marie and I ordered from Shannon after that episode that I recorded with her. And Maria set it up with a beautiful smelling one called, I think, is it the Christmas oil, babe? It's delicious. <laughs> got the thumbs up from her over there. We've also got Kurt Fernley's signed book, Pushing the Limits. 
How good was Kurt all the way back in episode two? One thing that he said that really stood out to me was if people believe that the most interesting thing about someone is how they get around, they're missing the point. It doesn't matter if people are in a wheelchair or have two feet or one leg. So that was when we were talking about pity because I've seen people have pity on Kurt and other wheelchair users. I love talking to that bloke and hearing the passion ooze from his soul. We've also got Amber Hawkins' book, The Unfuckwittable Life. If you haven't listened to her episode number 69, do yourself a favor and go and listen and then you'll be wanting to win the book. Or if you have listened, listen again and see what more value that you gain. I've listened to it a couple of times and I love it. She's a ball of energy and wisdom and I love that we've connected and collaborated more with this legend for our events since recording this podcast. We've also got as a giveaway a beautiful glass coffee cup from Soul Cups which is environmentally friendly. No plastics, no nasties. Remember we had the founder Rebecca Vexler on episode 76. Such a beautifully connected soul. There's some product from one of our newly aligned partners that we use for protein powders and greens powders and some prebiotics and that's Amazonia. So they're another great environmentally friendly company with very aligned values and all certified organic products and super healthy with no additives. And of course, we've got the Livin' merchandise that the CEO and co-founder Sam Webb kindly donated on the last episode. So if you haven't heard that one, prepare yourself for a more ocker Aussie slang than mine, but an absolute legend of a human. So he's donated uh, a voucher for a piece of merchandise from their website. We're also giving away a pass into our mental strength training online program. And also another pass into the gut health program that Carl Hewan and I are actually in the middle of creating at the moment. So that will be released very soon. So make sure you're following us on social media, as I said, and you'll see pinned to the top of the Facebook page the post that you need to tag a friend in and share that post. We're running it for a couple of weeks. So even if you're listening to this a bit down the track, you could still have time. I think we'll be drawing the winners just before Christmas. Sorry? Okay, a little bit more before Christmas. But even if we're actually going to be doing more giveaways, likely on a monthly basis from throughout 2019 and beyond. So even if you've missed this one, jump onto social media and follow us so you don't miss any more of the giveaways. We won't be giving away this many each month, by the way. This is just a celebration for the 100th episode. And because we love community, the private Facebook group and community that we have, which anyone can join, we're giving away extra places into the mental strength training and the gut health programs in there. So if you're not already in that Facebook group, go to the group section and search for Your Life of Impact podcast community and you can join us there where we share other value and insights too and have the chance to win some extra prizes. We're giving away an extra place into the Gut Health Program and an extra place into the Mental Strength Training Online Program. When I was thinking about this episode and 
and 100. Like I said at the start, I didn't want to just recap episodes and talk about how amazing all the guests were and go through that. I wanted it to be valuable. But I also wanted to have a little bit of reflection in ways that maybe I hadn't spoken about it on the episodes yet and when I've been interviewed on other podcasts. And I was thinking about sort of growth and the reality of my growth and the idea of this. And you all know that I was addicted to listening to podcasts for a couple of years. And my method of learning, my mindsets, my energetic conditions all changed because of podcasts. So I wanted to start one because, well, one, I believed I shared my journey with some impactful humans and I knew their value would be great for you guys. And two, I had this unwavering, burning, exciting energy and belief that I could be a quote-unquote successful podcaster, like the podcasters I was addicted to listening to. One in particular, Lewis Howes from the School of Greatness. (laughs) I still remember sitting on the couch in Sydney and Marie and I would often talk about it and I, I spoke about it with her from early days coming up with these ideas and Obviously, she was very supportive, hence why I went ahead with it. She was probably actually the one that made me go ahead with it when there was a lot of doubt and a lot of fear. I remember one time when Marie was away, I was sitting on the couch in Sydney talking to Scotty Reardon about it when it was just an idea. And Scotty was a guest on this show on episode number three, and I've had some great feedback about that one. Such a legendary human, humble, with an inspiring story that we can all take an abundance of value from. He and I were addicted to listening to Lewis Howes and we thought, yeah, this is possible for sure. He was like, yeah, of course you can, Robbo, you can do that. I had, And that was the belief that I had. Like I said, it was an unwavering, burning, exciting energy and belief. And I learned about Lewis Howes after he'd done close to 100 episodes and then I was hooked and I went back to the very beginning and listened to all of them, some of them two or three times. I made notes on them. I listened to the guests' books if they had them or tuned into their podcasts if they had their own podcast. I wrote down their theories and beliefs. I got hooked on this learning method and I felt a significant change. I felt it. When you feel something different, that's when you can make change. That's when we remember something. You need to feel it. And I felt this shift. There was a lot of other avenues going on at the time, but this was a huge player. (laughs) I remember when I first learned about the power of gratitude. I've always been a grateful person, but didn't really know it in the term of gratitude. And I started using it a lot more. I told one of my best mate's wives that I was grateful for her friendship. And I still remember she said, oh God, you bloody podcast junkies are scaring me with that language. (laughs) Because her husband, one of my best mates, was also hooked on the gratitude feeling and podcasts. Anyway, where was I going with this? My belief in becoming a quote unquote successful podcaster like Lewis Howes, so much belief that I quit my full-time job that I was extremely passionate about being a Paralympic coach and a job that I could clearly see my future unfolding and learning from the best coaches in the world and how I could work my way to that level. 
over the length of my career. And I quit that job from a place of love and a belly full of belief that I am the host of the extremely valuable podcast, Your Life of Impact, that's impacting the lives of hundreds of thousands of people and allowing Marie and I to live our visions. That was my mantra before the podcast started. And it's still my mantra every day to this day. That belly full of belief made me grind way outside my comfort zone. Even from the very beginning of the creation of this podcast, I knew nothing about the back end of podcasting. But I set my values-based goals and visions and dedicated many early mornings and late nights to learning how to produce and then put together this podcast. What mics do you use? What recording program? How do you host a podcast on a website? How the hell do you get Apple iTunes to approve and support your podcast? What intro and outro music will I have? What am I going to call the bloody thing? How the hell do I structure an interview? What is an interview? I've never interviewed anyone before. How do I get this out to the listeners in a non-salesy way? How do I record and edit? How do I reach out to the guests? (laughs) So many little roadblocks that cause that belief to be challenged, I can tell you. But that deeper why of mine was the burning driver and each of those little challenges was squashed with my purpose. And when I repeated my mantra and tapped into my why, that belief outburned those unhelpful and untrue thoughts of I'm not good enough or what if I fail? But here's the funny thing. While success to me was always impacting the lives of hundreds of thousands, and this is still my mantra and still my success measure, I truly thought I'd make a good living from the podcast, like Lewis Howes was doing, like John Lee Dumas was doing. We've had John Lee Dumas on the podcast too. They were my inspiration for people who were making a living from their podcast and a great living at that. And I quickly learned that, well, you probably need a bit of fame or something else behind you to make money from a podcast. (laughs) And what I did learn is that podcasts cost you money, money for websites, production, editing, travel, and whatever else needs to be outsourced. But what quitting my job also taught me is how to help more people and help them more significantly. Hence why things like the Mental Strength Training Online Program was born through this podcasting adventure and events like the Impact Journey and the Impact Event and my one-on-one online coaching. And I was reflecting on it all a while ago and I realized that the thought I had of Lewis Howes or John Lee Dumas from, as a form of podcasting success, that wasn't my values. It was theirs. It wasn't really my vision. It was theirs. They are successful podcasters making an abundant life because of their differences And it made me even more grateful for my true value of a quote-unquote successful podcaster as impacting more people. 
money's a funny thing, you know. I've never really cared to earn an abundance of it. I've never had those goals of I'm going to be a millionaire. But I've always had strong visions of how I want to live my life and how family life will be. And obviously, if there's a little bit more income, there's potentially a few less stresses. But a saying that settled me on this, that I actually heard on a podcast once actually, funnily enough, a great life coach said, if you want to become a millionaire, help a million people. Huh. I've never thought about wanting to be a millionaire, but I want to provide a great life for my family and allow Marie and I to live our visions. Huh. So if I help more people... And if I can help them in a greater way, I'm living my visions twofold. Boom. Therefore, I am a successful podcaster because I am receiving feedback from you guys to say how this journey is impacting your journey in positive ways. So if that's the truth, it's now just the level of success that grows the level of impact increases. And I still have challenges. A challenge that I face is getting the inspirational guests onto this show for you guys to get that value. I have a list of some great guests that I'll keep reaching out to and some that I've tried reaching out to with the personal invite video that I create. But sometimes I don't hear back from them. Or they don't prioritize their time, which is fair enough. Some of these guys are super busy and to make time for Brett Robbo from Cobar, that's a tough one to weigh up. (laughs) To be honest, this can sometimes test my mental strength. Sometimes it triggers a bit of the old, I'm not good enough. And I become aware of that. And I use my tools, the tools that I teach in the programs and speak about a bit on this podcast. (sighs) To be human. But let me assure you, regardless of these challenges and sometimes rejections, I will continuously aim to bring you an episode of value each week to fuel your inspiration and to fuel my pride and purpose. It's been an epically enjoyable journey thus far and honestly, I'm pumped. I'm excited, authentically excited to see where this podcasting journey takes you and I for the next 100 episodes and beyond. And you, babe, sitting over there on the couch with that cute little smile. Whether I'm coming to you from a walk-in closet in Sweden or a slugboard in the Swedish wilderness or whether it's from the deck over the canals or the beachfront views here at the Gold Coast or whether it's from the backseat of my car, this fun little journey is just getting wings and as always remember this is your life journey your life of impact